In a world where social media and outrageous beauty standards reign supreme, Girls in Real Life encourages young women to love themselves by living fearless and filter-free. Society might have its own idea of what a girl should be, but we're here to remind you of what it truly means to be a girl in real life. Now, let's get into this week's episode. Hey, you guys. Welcome back to another week's episode of the Girls in Real Life podcast. I am your host, Mariah Clayton, and we have another Share Your Story segment today. I love doing these because I love getting to know you guys and hearing your stories. So I'm going to have our guest introduce herself and tell us a little bit more about her. Hey, everybody. Uh, my name is Maya Brown. I am founder and CEO of Maya Simone Boutique. Um, it is an accessories, uh, trendy accessories boutique, online boutique that focuses in well-made accessories at an affordable price. Um, All of my uh, packaging is recyclable, um, eco-friendly, and uh, we also give back to uh, nonprofit organizations on a bi-monthly basis, both um, locally and nationally, and all of my products are animal-free. So um, really focusing on being sustainable, and also um, just trying to give trendy and um, fun pieces. That's so cool. And yeah, I actually went and checked out your boutique and you have some really cute pieces. Thanks. I was like, oh, this is so cute. <laughs> Thank you. What made you want to like start your own business? Um, from Jump, it was money. Like, okay, you know, I need to figure out another hustle. Like, so I'm also a flight attendant. Yeah. And just thinking of, yeah, this is something I want to do long term, but I kind of want to start being home more often. I don't have to travel so much. So initially it was financial. Then um, when I really was like, okay, what do I really want to do? Why do I want to do this? And finding my purpose and listening to what my purpose was, mm-hmm. um, it came more about creating generational wealth and um, how do I want to give back to my community? How do I want to motivate other Black women to start small businesses to kind of go after their dreams? Um, and how can I create something that is going to start other multiple streams of income for me so that I can then um, do those things on a larger scale? Yeah, I think that's super important. And I feel like a lot of times, especially in the black community, we don't support like creating that generational wealth as mm-hmm. like the white people do just yeah. to put it bluntly. Um, I feel like white people are always like thinking about the next generations and they're like passing things down. And mm-hmm. I feel like in the black community, we're very much about like the quick dollar or like how mm-hmm. can we sustain ourselves and not sustain other people. So I love that you incorporated, you know, like this generational wealth, not just for you, but for your family and for generations to come long after you're gone, because you want them to be Right. Uh, held accountable for and made sure that they're taken care of too. So I think that that's super important. And I li- also like that you have the eco-friendly, sustainable yeah. <laughs> packaging. I think that's a really big thing now, um, especially, you know, with everything going on in our world. Like yeah. every little thing we can do counts to like help yeah. our earth and save her. I want to know, because I know you said that you give back bi-monthly. Mm-hmm. So why was giving back such an important aspect of your business? Um, I think just like what you said with um, Black folks, it's very much like quick dollar. We're always trying to find the next thing. 
Um, and so I think giving back my biggest, I think the biggest way for the black community to get forward is education mm -hmm. and that each one teach one and reaching back and bringing the next person up. So with that, education is mentorship. It's um, organizations that are going to support people. It's programs. Um, and so donating to the types of programs that do um, foster that in the black community. Mm -hmm. um, and I don't just give to organizations that only help the black community, but it is my main focus. But yeah. um, just understanding that while, you know, just my little monetary donation is not going to change the world, but it is going to help um, someone mentor someone else because sometimes all you need to be told is you can do this. Right. Um, and I think a lot of times we don't have that mentorship. So being able to support um, organizations that do that and knowing that, hey, this is going to allow them to have programs or um, have t-shirts or whatever that money is going to. Yeah. Um, or even sometimes just that money is them being able to sponsor kids so that they can get them back and forth to whatever that organization mm -hmm. is. Um, so just keeping that in mind and knowing that these programs and organizations and nonprofits are really important, not only in the Black community, but also in other areas um, that are important to me. Yeah. And I think like, even if, you know, you can't make a, like a million dollar donation, I feel like every little cent counts, especially yeah. towards these little smaller organizations, because they're in the communities, they're doing the work that we can't physically go there and do. And so I think that that's amazing that you do that bi-monthly. Yeah. Thank you. What would you say is one of the hardest things about having your own business? One thing, there's many things. But, <laughs> um, I think, so for me, I, I have a mentor who helps me kind of get started, but you don't know what you don't know. Mm -hmm. Like it's all learning as you go. Um, so I originally launched in uh, February of 2019 mm -hmm. and I have like maybe five pairs of earrings. I had no money saved up. I didn't know what I was doing. Um, and I thought that, that was going to be enough. You know, I'll sell these. That'll be enough for me to do marketing package everything and mm -hmm. everything flopped. And so I had to learn from that. And initially, you know, you feel like, especially in, in the age of Instagram yeah. um, and social media, you feel like, oh my gosh, I failed. I've put this business out for people. Um, and now I can't go anywhere from here. Mm -hmm. So I had to get past that. Um, so I think just living in the moment or the fact that you don't know what you don't know, um, if something doesn't go your way, it's not a failure. Um, and to just say, you know, okay, how can I be better? And also knowing that sometimes like you're going to have a lot of wins, but you're also going to have a lot of losses as yeah. well. You know, um, I know people who've had companies for three, four five years and they didn't have the followers. They didn't have a sale every day. They didn't have this, that, and the third. And then maybe that fifth year, it was like a light switch sign and out of nowhere, it's a mm -hmm. big moving thing. So I think just... Um, staying, standing tall and standing firm in your purpose and what you're doing, why you're doing it, um, really knowing your why and just, you know, keep going forward and um, trying to stay uh, motivated. Yeah. I always tell people like putting your name on something or like creating this huge thing and like giving it to the world is such a scary feeling because one, you don't know how people are going to receive it or how they're right. going to react to it. Or two, if people are even going to care, like to put it right. bluntly. And <laughs> like, even with me starting this podcast, I'm like, I don't know if people are actually going to listen to this, but it's something that I wanted to do. And I took the leap of faith and I did it. And yeah. like you said, as long as you keep your why in mind, it doesn't matter what other people 
people say or how other people perceive it because you understand why you're doing it. And it's like, it's basically like self-love. Like you, you can't seek that validation from other people. It has to start from within yourself. So if you're starting a business, if you're starting a podcast or a YouTube channel or a blog or like whatever Mm -hmm. it is, you have to really understand your why and you can't compare yourself to people on social media because <laughs> you see all of them like, oh, they got this sponsor or they got mm-hmm. this paid thing or they got this many sales today. And dang, like, what did I do today? Like, yeah. you know? <laughs> so it's really easy to like get into that comparison mode, but you have to really stay focused and understand like why you started in the first place, because I feel like that is what takes people into longevity and like, right. you know, having their business for a super long time is understanding, okay, this is important to me because X, Y. Y and Z. Right. Absolutely. So I know you said you had to like shut down your business mm-hmm. and you reopened in 2020, right? This year. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, so what would you say was the game changer for your like newfound success or education? Um, I think mentality. I just was so excited. Like I'm going to start a biz- business. I'm going to do this. I did like the minimal amount of research <laughs> and I was just so eager, you know, to get it done. Um, and I also were, I, I was seeking the opinions of others. Um, I was dating this guy at the time. Oh, Lord. And, right? <laughs> <laughs> and um, was seeking the opinion of, you know, well, why don't you just go ahead and put out what you have now and mm-hmm. then, you know, do a soft launch. Put it out now. You'll be fine. You know, you people are excited now. And I'm like, okay, yeah, you know, that makes sense. And <laughs> just rushing the process and not being standing tall in what I knew I wanted to do. Um, And taking responsibility in that too, of of knowing that like, I didn't need to seek out for other people's opinions. I knew what I wanted to do. Um, I knew who was in my corner and who Mm -hmm. was my mentor who was like, hey, here's the information. I'm not going to tell you when to do it, how to do it, where to do it. This is literally just the blueprint of what I did. Now put it to what, what fits for you. Um, so it was really just my, um, my mentality and knowing that this is something I want to do. I got to do it the right way. And mm-hmm. if that means it takes me a year to get everything together before I launch again, it takes me a year. Like I can't be stuck on, oh my gosh, you know, it's been six months now that, mm-hmm. um, I did my soft launch and now I've been missing for this time. And people would mess, Hey, what happened to the business? Where mm-hmm. is it? I've been looking for you, you know? And so a little bit of humility as well of like, yeah. well, you know, this is what happened and yada, yada, yada. So, um, I'd say humility and really just the motivation and, um, taking that time to say, to always keep in mind, what is it that I want to do? Yeah. And I know it's probably really hard in that time. Like you probably question yourself a lot and like, is this what I'm supposed to be doing? Yeah. Am I just wasting my time? And then having people come and be like, well, what happened, girl? Then you (laughs) have to like tell people like, oh, Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) I know that that was probably like a really hard time. I can imagine. Yeah, it was. It, it was a hard time, but then also it was a time that like, I really saw what, who my support system was. Um, because you know, I had my friends like, this is not a failure, failure. This is fine. Mm -hmm. Um, this is the process. It's, it's okay. You know, this doesn't make you, not successful. This doesn't make right. you a failure. This doesn't make a failed business. So really having people to support me and saying that, um, but then also making the decision of 
this is what I want to do. And by any means necessary, I'm going to get it done. Yeah. I love that. What would you say um, to anybody who wants to start a business or venture out into something new? What would you give to them as a little piece of advice? Um, I would say one, just do it because (laughs) although starting this is not easy, it is not easy at all. Um, but I think it is something that is really rewarding. Um, and even just like you were saying about starting the podcast, like, I don't know if anybody wants this. I don't know if there's a niche for me. Is there right. a lane for me? But, um, and I think the biggest thing too is someone's already doing that. So why would people come to me? Yeah. Someone already is doing an online boutique or a podcast or, you know, whatever the case is. Um, but there's a reason why you are you, mm-hmm. right? So um, just do it. And there are so many resources um, online for you to get started and to do things yourself. Like I have, didn't pay, I don't pay anyone to do anything for me. Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes like I'll get email from people and they're like, yeah, you and your team. And I'm like, just me. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, you know, we're not there yet, but, uh, I think really just looking at your resources, like it is all possible. It really is all possible. So it's just do it. It does. It takes work. It takes dedication. Um, and, even now, you know, I've only, I relaunched in May mm-hmm. and I have my, like this week I've been so lazy. Like life has just really been crazy. I have not been meeting my deadlines. Um, and I felt a little down about that, but today I woke up, I was like, you know what? Um, I'm going to get this going. It's Wednesday. I still have the rest of the week to get things done. Um, and so I'm not going to let that make me feel defeated. So just yeah. do it, be motivated, know your why. Yeah, that's really good advice. I'm just piggybacking off of what you just said. I feel like a lot of people feel like, why would people want this for me? Or like, why would they want to shop with me? And I feel like, especially for me personally, like even with getting ready for Miss USA, it's like, dang, why would they want to pick me? But you have to change that mindset and saying, why not me? Like, why can't they come and like shop with me? And why can't I have a multi-million dollar business? Why can't I be Miss USA or Miss Universe? You have to flip that mindset and stop focusing on what other people are doing and what makes them great and focus on what you're doing and what makes you great and what makes you different and what makes you stand out. And I feel like that will keep people like in their lane and making Mm -hmm. sure like, okay, this is where I'm headed. This is where I'm going. I'm not trying to be like them. I'm not trying to do what they're doing. This is me. This is my business or my whatever it is. And this is the end goal that I want. So I always try and tell people to say like, why not me? Like, why can't this be you girl? Like, (laughs) especially now, I mean, with social media, it's, it is, it's hard. I mean, and even for, even if you are like a grounded person in, in who you are and what you want and mm-hmm. what you're trying to do in life, it's hard out here. Like I have accomplished a lot of things in my life, but I still be on Instagram like, oh, I know. oh my gosh, she got married. Oh my gosh. How'd she get that partnership? Oh my gosh. How, you know, and it's, it's so easy. And I think also like sitting in that moment too and knowing that it is okay to have those moments like we're human you're gonna yeah. have it but then it's like what do you want to do what do you do with that do you sulk in that do you let that um push you away from chasing dreams right. or do you say you know what why not me I can do that you know I I just I gotta work hard how am I gonna yeah. do it what's my plan who can I reach out to um and I think right now specifically amongst black women I think there used to be or there even still kind of is that 
this stereotype that we're catty and that mm-hmm. um, we don't reach out and help people. But I have come across so many Black women since I've started this, strangers that mm-hmm. are giving nuggets, that are giving yep. advice. I mean, free, free game, you know? Yep. And I mean, and I'm humbled by it. So I'm like, hey, I understand this is your business. I understand that you're trying to do the same thing. And I'm thankful for this opportunity. I'm thankful for that little tidbit that you're giving. Um, so, you know, just reaching out and being, I think, vulnerable as well. Yeah. We have to lift each other up because ain't nobody else going to do it. At all. <laughs> I don't <laughs> think people talk enough about like, lack of motivation. I feel like a lot of people are like, oh, she's just go, go, go. And like, she's doing so many amazing things. And even like with me, Mm -hmm. like I post a lot about working out and my fitness and people are like, oh, like you look so good. How do you work out every day? And yet people don't know, like sometimes I wake up and I don't want to get out of bed. I don't want to go running. I don't want to work out. And like how you were saying, like you've missed deadlines and you just felt like, like there were so many other things going on in your, in your life. And Mm -hmm. you don't, we don't post that on social media because we don't want people to see that. But I feel like that's where people get the disconnect because they think like, oh, like she's doing all these amazing things all the time when in reality, like, girlfriend, I'm sitting on my couch depressed and <laughs> of ice cream because right. I just, I lack motivation right now. Right. And I don't think we share that enough with people. And I feel like if we did, people would have a more realistic expectation of mm-hmm. what to expect when starting something like this. It's not always just going to be success after success after success. It's going to be, okay, you might not get a sale when you, when you launch this, like people might not even like this picture, but exactly. again, like understanding your why and going back to that and realizing like, I'm doing this for me and not, you know, to get other people to right. like me or to validate me. Like I'm doing this because I just genuinely love to do it. And once you do that, like the things that you want will come to you every single time. Right. Right. Um, I want to switch gears because you are also a flight attendant, which I think yes. Is- Oh, cool. <laughs> so why did you want to become a flight attendant? Was this like your childhood dream? Was this just something you kind of... Um, no, actually, it was kind of something I just fell into. Um, I've always loved traveling. I've always wanted to travel. Um, I was doing a bunch of like random jobs before teaching dance and gymnastics. Um, and I was like, okay, I'm an adult. I need something stable. Um, <laughs> I need to find a career. And one of my friends was a flight attendant. And so, um, you know, I was able to just kind of pick her brain about it. And then I was like, you know what? I'm just going to apply. I applied to every airline that there was. And I was like, whoever gets back to me, I'll go with that person. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I got hired in 2017. And then, I mean, it, it, it's been an amazing career. It's perfect for me. I um, am a little bit of scatterbrain. So like working a nine to five is just not my jam. Yeah. Um, so this is perfect, you know, being able to have flexibility over my schedule, being able to travel. Um, every single day is new. You're never doing the same thing every single day as far you know, you're always seeing new people, mm-hmm. you're on a new airplane, you're in a new city. Um, and so it was really great. This last couple of months has been horrible. Um, sure. We just learned that we're, we're getting furloughed. We don't know for how long. What does um, that mean? So because of COVID, they are laying off 8,000 flight attendants. Oh, wow. Um, and we'll, we'll get our job back eventually, but you know, with COVID so up and down, you don't know nobody what that knows. is. It could be three months. It could be six years. Nobody knows. Um, but I have been, I've looked at it in a way of 
this gives me an opportunity to kind of flip the switch and see what I want to do. Um, see if being a flight attendant is something that I want to do yeah. for the rest of my life. And am I going to like being home and going to a nine to five? And I have more time now to focus on the business and not have to worry about like, how am I going to get orders when I'm out of town for yeah. you know two or three nights? So it's an amazing job. I would, I literally, anytime someone's like looking for a job, a career switch, I'm like, be a flight attendant. It is <laughs> life-changing. It's so great. So much flexibility. It, 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 it's a great career. What are the requirements to even like become a flight attendant? Um, every company is different, but generally I don't even think you have to have a college degree. Um, I think you have to be 20, maybe 19, um, customer service experience and that's pretty, I mean, and you, that's pretty much it. I mean, you know, good personality, all of yeah. those things, but like the basic to just be able to fill out an application, I think is that you have a high school diploma, you're 20, and I think you can't be shorter than like five foot or something. And I think you're taller <laughs> Why? than like seven. Well, because then you can't reach the, the bid, um, you can't open the doors, things like that. But I mean, it's pretty simple. And then, you know, it is super competitive. Um when you're going through the interview process, but Mm -hmm. as far as like just the basics to apply, that's just about it. What would you say is like the coolest place you've ever traveled to? The coolest? I don't, people always, what's your favorite place to go to? I don't (laughs) know. Every place, I mean, even domestic cities, like every place has something to offer. I really like food and beer. Mm -hmm. So my thing was whenever I would go somewhere, I want to try the local beer and, um, whatever their local food is or whatever they're, they're known for. Um, one place, like when I get asked that question, every, I mean, literally everywhere I have cool stories about, but <laughs> the place that I feel like most like bougie about that I got to go to is um, I went to Seoul, Korea. Oh, that wow. Really, really cool. Yeah. So, uh, and it was, it was so, I mean, it was so clean I felt like I was in like a, a um, different world. <laughs> yeah. Like it, it felt like it, it felt like a movie, but like one of those movies where it's almost like the future. And I mean, like everything is like straight lines. Mm-hmm. The pavement is like bright white. Cause it's clean. Um, at a certain time of day, there's literally no one on the street. It was, it was really, really cool. I had a good time there. That's awesome. Yeah. What would you say is like, your dream place that you want to visit? I really want to go to Hong Kong. Work-wise, I really want to go to Hong Kong. Just life-wise, traveling, I really want to go to Greece. And I feel so basic saying that. No, but Greece looks so beautiful. I know, but it's so easily accessible. It's like, why have I not been there yet you know like well, I ain't never been out the country so you <laughs> ain't had me <laughs> um but I would Greece Greece I've always wanted to go to Greece I wanted to live in Greece um when I was younger and then life but I would I would say Greece yeah I mean just even seeing like movies based in Greece yeah. or like photos from Greece like it is so beautiful Gorgeous. I would love to go to Greece too I think yeah. Hmm. Dream place I would want to go. I always say I want to go to Egypt. Like I just want to like go and travel Africa. I feel like it would be so beautiful, especially to go like see the pyramids and all the cool yeah. um, ancient historic things. I think that would be really fun. 
I feel like we've only been talking for five minutes, but we are coming up on the end of this episode and I'm kind of sad. (laughs) But (laughs) I want to ask you one last question and then I'll let you go on about your day. Okay. Um, What would you say is the biggest life lesson that you've learned so far? Oh gosh, these kinds of questions are so like deep. Um, (laughs) The biggest life lesson that I have learned so far, I think is to, this is going to sound really cheesy, but let go and let God. I feel like I sound like my grandmother or something. Girl, that is not cheesy. Uh, <laughs> um, I feel like I have like, a, I wish I had a cooler way to say it. Like I, I feel like my grandma saying that. But, um, you know, as a believer, I just, it had with COVID, with everything, starting a business, mm-hmm. it's been real out here. It has been really, really real. And, um, as I've gotten older and kind of gotten more into spirituality outside of religion, um, that has really just been my driving force of like, when you know your purpose, when you feel something so strongly within you, no matter what happens, what comes your way, that purpose has to happen. Mm -hmm. And as long as you stand in that and you believe that, like, you will get everything that you've asked for, everything you've manifested, everything you've prayed for, everything you've put into the universe will come to you just as you saw it for yourself. Um, but you just got to keep sight of that because it gets real hard before yeah. it gets easy. And then sometimes it feels like it might be easy for a month and then it gets real hard again. You're like, oh my gosh, like <laughs> I was just, you know, on the up and up. Um, but I would just say to, to let go and let God, but then also leaning into those moments of why, like, why is this happening to me? Mm-hmm. Why is, what is hap- going on? And not, sometimes I feel like we try to get so resilient of, no, I'm good. It's going to be fine. I can't stress. I don't have anxiety, but like, sometimes you just need to cry for, you know, an hour. Sometimes right. you just sit on your couch and eat a tub of ice cream and it's okay. We're human, but it's about, okay, how do you pick yourself up? How do you go forward? And, um, you know, get back on that journey of what you're going after. Yeah. I always tell people like purpose over plans. Like you can plan, plan, plan your life up until like you die. I want to be married by this age. I'm going to have my kids. I'm going to have my career. I'm going to retire. And then I'm going to go travel. the Like you can say all of these things. But I feel like when you do that, you limit yourself from your purpose. And Mm. it's kind of like you don't plan for the uncontrollables that can like come in the way. So like for me. I'm 24 years old. Did I think I was going to be living at home with my parents? No. Did I think I was like not going to be done with graduate school? No. Did I think I was going to be Miss Louisiana and going to compete at Miss USA? No. But if I would have like stayed on track of like, this is what I want my life to be. And I don't want it to look like anything else. I wouldn't even be sitting here as Miss Louisiana USA right now because I would have never given myself that opportunity. So you have to understand that there is a purpose bigger for your life than what you have planned for yourself. And that's the whole thing she was talking about like let go and let God, like you can't control every single minute thing in your life. You have right. to let him guide the way, open up doors that you never thought would open. Like your name is being spoken in rooms right now that you haven't even walked in yet. Right. And you're constantly saying, this is my plan. This is my plan. And you're going to miss out on so many opportunities when you do that. Mm-hmm. So you just have to let go and let God at the end of the day and know that he's right. his steps are ordered and he's going to find a way for you to get to your destination. And also, right. I love this quote by Jeff Bezos. It says, um, be stubborn on the dream, but flexible on how you get there. So Mm -hmm. you can have the same dream, but there are many different ways to get to your goal. 
and just understanding like even though the path might not look like how you thought in your mind, you're still going to end up at where you imagined your life to be because you, you were to. so stubborn on that dream and you were so passionate about it that it didn't matter what mistakes you made along the way or what right. happened along the way. It was used as a way for you to share your testimony and to inspire other people. So I'm yeah. going on a tangent here, but I, I love like I it. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I love that quote though. That's real. That's so yeah. real. Sure. <laughs> well, Maya, thank you so, so much for joining me today. Thank you are amazing. I wish you nothing but good luck on your business. And y'all make sure y'all go check her out. Give us your Instagram and also your business Instagram so they can go and shop with you. Um, yes, you can follow me, uh, follow Maya Simone Boutique on Twitter and Instagram at Maya Simone. That's M-Y-A-H-S-Y-M-O-N-E. Um, you can shop online at www.mayasimone.com. And you can follow my personal Instagram at, I think it's underscore Maya the B, B-E-E, I think. But She's just following. It's okay. Just follow I'm gonna have it. I'm gonna have it in the details. <laughs> Y'all can go check it out there. <laughs> but I hope you guys enjoyed this week's episode, and I will talk to you guys later. Bye. Thanks. Bye. Thank you guys so much for tuning into this week's episode. I hope that it was able to enhance your life in some way. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast before you leave, and also follow us on Instagram at underscore girls IRL. Go out and live a fearless and filter-free life and always remember to keep it real.